Hi there, welcome to Sound Healing Radio. I'm David Gibson, and today's show is on doing a chakra treatment and finding the frequencies and notes yourself that is really effective for getting rid of anxiety. So our intention is that um, everybody in the universe would be anxiety-free. That's all. Before we start, let me show you some things or share some things we're doing at the Institute. We have our next open house coming up on, where is our thing? Okay. Oh, oh, it disappeared. Here it is. Here it is. No, not that page. Okay, pull it up again. Healingcenter.com. Here we've got our next open house is Sunday, July 16th uh, from 1 to 5. We go over how sound affects you physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually with many heart-opening meditations. Uh, Everybody gets to go on the sound table, play with all the different instruments, and just get blissed out. Uh, You can... uh, uh, RSVP at info at soundhealingcenter.com. We also have our next semester starting September 5th at the Institute. That's three and a half months in Sausalito, and half of it's online, so six months online. Uh, You can start that anytime. You can actually start on July uh, 6th for the online portion. Or you could do the whole thing online. Uh, starting July 6th or about every two weeks. It's ongoing enrollment. So you just keep going until the classes repeat. And it's all about how sound affects you, affects you physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Uh, so you can do sound healing treatments, do sound baths, understand how the whole universe works based on vibration and be able to go to a place of peace and stillness. We get high as well. Go to a place of peace and stillness over and over and over until that's the norm in your life, and you can show and get other people to that place over and over. So we're a vocational school, so we have to place 70% of our students, so we are very specific about skills and techniques that you can use to actually open up a practice or work in places. It's becoming more well-known. We also have our next recording program on September 12th. Uh, It's one day a week at 12 to 2 p.m. It's all about how to use a digital audio workstation for recording, mixing, and producing. And... I wrote the number one selling book in the world in audio recording and audio producing, as well as the number one selling book in sound healing. So you get a really unique perspective on how to get people really high and still (laughs) with music. We also have our voice analysis software that we sell. Next training is August 12th. Kind of sign up by August 1st to join. Uh, And it's uh, finds what, Notes are missing, and those correspond to different uh, physical and emotional issues. Uh, Kay did over 20 years of research in hospitals and therapy centers to get very specific correspondences to missing notes in the voice. 
You can also get a treatment as well. That's at voiceanalysisharmony.com. We also have our brainwave assessment uh, uh, kit. And uh, it's really uh, uh, what we do is we play each of the 12 notes and have you tune into which one's the most peaceful, calm, and still. And I've been doing it for 10 years, so I can often tell. I can always tell just by looking at someone. And then we give you, after we find your note, we give you a CDs, four CDs, one in Delta for sleep, Theta for creativity and getting into the zone, Alpha for learning and sports, and Beta for overcoming ADHD, and Gamma for blissing out. So you can get a treatment or you can buy the toolkit and do those treatments on your own as well. Um, we also have uh, all the Medical Sound Association meetings. We have the Medical Sound Association with a lot of treatment plans for different issues, about 25 now. And uh, we've got over 800 doctors and sound therapists working on these treatment plans. So you can check that out at medicalsoundassociation.com. And we have bi-monthly meetings. If you want to join, just click the Join button. We also have our Sound Education Association with over 100 administrators. And we're setting up a curriculum. We've already created over 2,500 exercises. We're refining them and creating an online video series and bringing it into governments around the world. So if you want to join and be on the lobbying team or help with that, uh, go to soundeducationassociation.com. We also, on our site, we've got the school. We've got the Sound Healing Store with over 400 products. We also have an affiliate program now. And we also have all these sound healing technologies, including sound tables, sound lounges, sound pillows, sound dolphins, and base belts and vests that will totally overcome any pain almost every time and are really effective for many other physical and even emotional issues. We have so, also have our sound therapy center at the Institute, but we also have the sound treatment center online. We're about to launch. We're looking for practitioners. If you want to be a practitioner, go to practitioner registration uh, at, on soundtreatmentcenter.com and, um, and you can register and be a practitioner and get paid, right? Uh, We'll be launching the actual treatments in about two to three weeks now. Finally got it, got it ready to go. The best quality sound ever as well. So check it out at soundtreatmentcenter.com. Okay. We also have our research foundation where you can find over 500 uh, clinical papers and um, they're searchable as well. So those are the different things we have going on. Um, let's see. So I want to share a chakra meditation that I came up with a long time ago, and it basically changed my life because I used to have panic attacks. And... I found that when I did this meditation, not only would it get rid of the panic attack, I would be blissed out. So I was able to get rid of my Xanax that I had in my pocket, 
and I was able to get rid of all of the fear of the panic attack, which is the worst part, right? That causes panic attacks on its own, right? And so this is is so important. I mean, I had uh, my landlord's daughter upstairs in the house I used to live in. She committed suicide because she had panic attacks all her life. I didn't even know, right? If this helped one-tenth of the people with anxiety and panic attacks, that's massive. But, but I've had actually over 90% effectiveness for this with people with panic attacks. It's been really helpful, really helpful. So, goodness gracious, you know, I want to get up on the roof and let people know, you know about this possibility. And it's so simple. It's so easy. So let me walk you through this meditation for finding the frequency or note of each chakra yourself. So you're really tuning in to what's right for you. There's a lot of charts that show different notes and different frequencies. In fact, here's, you know, not only different notes and frequencies, but also different vowels and consonants. Right? I mean, uh, in a couple of weeks, we'll go over all the different frequencies and notes, the common notes that people use for for different chakras, it's different in different countries, and also the different frequencies that people have come up with for different chakras. But as I always say, it's much better to find things yourself because I really believe that these frequencies and these notes of chakras are different from person to person. So it's much better if you learn how to actually find it yourself. The truth is it's not even critical that you get the note or the frequency correct as long as you get a stable, consistent vibration into that chakra. Chakras have two main problems. I learned this from Sonia Choquette from her book called True Balance. Chakras can often be overactivated, kind of whacked out, you know, just just buzzing, right? Or they can be totally stagnant, not even humming at all, right? So the trick is to really tune in to each chakra and check for yourself whether it's overactivated or stagnant. And then you can use different energy or sound for either one, right? Mostly just, just, uh, um, calming or activating, right, sounds. Um, So that's the first thing to always check in on each chakra. But I also have questions that I ask for each chakra that are really telling. So whenever I do a chakra treatment, I normally tell people, uh, we can do a chakra treatment on you and it will be really cool and and you'll be blessed out for a while. Or I can teach you how to do your own chakra meditation, and you'll be blessed out the rest of your life. <laughs> and people always say, okay, let's go for option two. Right. So that's what I do and when I do. But I always do a intake at the beginning and ask people these questions to see if they 
you know, where each chakra is and whether a need to work on it or not. And these, so these questions that I'm going to be asking are really good for yourself to see if you need area uh, uh, work in that chakra. But, you know, if you're feeling, if you're feeling nothing in that chakra, that's a good sign that it's, it's uh, stagnant. Like I normally, when I tune into my root chakra, I don't feel anything. I can, it takes me like normally like 30 seconds or so to actually feel the base of my spine because I'm a creative type. I can drop into my root chakra pretty quickly, but, but I don't normally hang out there all the time, whereas other people do hang out there all the time. So that's a real sign that it's stagnant. Other chakras, sometimes I'll, like my solar plexus, I'll feel a little buzz in there, like, eh, and that's a sign that it's overactivated. And so that's, uh, you can really, if you just check in on each of the chakras, you can generally tell where it's at, right? And just that right there, even without doing the chakra treatment, is really effective and really really healthy because basically you're doing an assessment of your own body to see what's going on with you. And it's so easy to tell. I mean, sometimes I'll get, you know, a little buzz in my, my throat chakra and in my thyroid. Uh, And sometimes, you know, it's like, you know, my, I can't even feel my crown chakra. So this is, these are really good questions to be able to ask yourself. And then what we're going to do is we're going to find the actual frequency of each chakra for you. Now, when you find it, you can just go up and down in frequency in your head. Uh, it's easier to do it in your head than out, li- out loud because some of the chakras are lower or higher than your voice will make. So you can just go up or down, up and down until you find a, a frequency that seems to match that chakra. Sometimes you can just go right to it, you know, where you just go, okay, this is the frequency that feels right in that chakra. And you just go, woo, you know, if I go to my heart chakra. I just immediately go, woo, right? So I don't even have to do a frequency sweep anymore. So, uh, so we're going to find the, the, the chakra and then you're going to send uh, or have it just imagine it vibrating there. It, I imagine it like a sphere of sound vibrating in that chakra, a little sphere right there. And again, the frequency or the pitch is not critical. It's really all about a stable, consistent vibration. You can imagine any vowel because every vowel is a stable, consistent vibration. You're not going to imagine it going, right? Because that's not stable, consistent. But that's, of course, you're not going to do that. So, oh, just, so just do any, any vowel, right? Uh, or just imagine some vibration. It doesn't matter what vowel, just any stable, consistent vibration there. So um, that's the deal, because peace is a stable, consistent vibration. So we're essentially getting peace into that chakra. That's the whole deal. Peace in that chakra. So, uh, hold on just a second here. 
got rid of the doggy. <laughs> so the first chakra is the root chakra. Here's the questions to ask. How grounded are you? How much are you in your body versus in your head? The answers I get to this question are all over the place. More people say they're in their head than in their body. But there's a lot of people that do yoga all the time or qigong or go on hikes all the time that are in their body a lot. And that's really cool. If they're in totally, in the, like they say they're in their body all the time, then I'm not going to even worry about that root chakra, right? But if someone says, oh, yeah, I'm in my head. And then I'll ask, well, how easily can you get in your body? And that's a really telling question. Some people say, oh, easy, really easy. Like I, I'm, I'm like in my head a lot, but I can drop down into my body in a second. I go on hikes almost every day as well. So I, I get in my body a lot, right? So that's really cool because if someone's in their head, you need to get some, get really work on that. Again, my root chakra, I find it's often stagnant. So I have to actually get it humming, right? So here's the deal. Imagine a frequency vibrating at the base of your spine or even a little lower at the perineum. And imagine a little ball of vibration, a low frequency, go up and down and find that frequency that feels right for you. You can't get it wrong. Just play with it because, again, it doesn't matter if it's the right frequency more so that it's just a stable, consistent vibration, which can be any vowel or just a little ball of vibration that's humming consistently. Get that vibrating at the bottom or base of your spine or perineum now. Feel it humming there. Now, make that sound out loud. Might have to be a little higher because for me, it's below my vocal range. Okay, so I'll do a really low note. Again, you already noticed whether it's stagnant or overactivated. You might have to do this longer, right, to really get it humming. But just make sure you feel that stable vibration vibrating at the base of your spine. Okay, cool. Now, let's go up to the second chakra. Second chakra 
some people say it's emotions. Some people say the third chakra is emotions. But uh, I like to work with the emotions and the second chakra. Do you let go of your emotions easily? Do you hold on to them? It's interesting the answers I get. You know, a lot of people say, oh, yeah, I'm finally learning to let go. Right? Or, you know, I had this one guy just recently said, oh, I hold on to them. I'm like, oh, really? Do, do you have digestion problems? Oh, yeah. Right? And then it's really cool when I get somebody that says, oh, no, I totally let them go. I'm like, okay, don't need to work on that area. Right? And then also, how are you around sensuality? Any blockages around sensuality? Right? Or or is it too overactivated? Right? That's another area. Is it too stagnant or overactivated? So, listen for a frequency just below your belly button. should be a little higher frequency than the root chakra, but whatever feels right. Go up and down in your head or just go right to a note or frequency that feels right just below your belly button. Just play with it. You can't get it wrong. Get it humming consistently. I feel a little bit of of buzz there. Now make it out loud. Don't do the frequency I'm doing. Do your own frequency. third chakra which is the solar plexus which is about power and personal power especially are you above people where you are frustrated upset or even angry with people or are you below people where you're insecure or not good enough or are you equal to people totally in your power that's an interesting one. I mean, it's really telling because some people totally say, oh, I'm below people. Other people totally say, oh, I'm you know above people. And then a lot of people say, oh, I fluctuate between all three, right? Which is, I do as well. I fluctuate between all three. I'm learning and I've gotten, made a lot of headway where I'm equal to people. And I think uh, uh, in my power a lot, a lot more. But still, you know, I fluctuate. I admit it. I'm human. Put me on the list of humans, right? Okay. So, (laughs) right? So if people are above people, then that's like overactivated. And you need to calm down that chakra. I found that just putting the hand over the solar plexus can actually calm calm, calm it down. Because it's like when you're upset or angry, you're leaking energy out of the solar plexus. So you just stop that energy from leaking out. 
right? Or if you're not feeling good enough, what I like to do is have people do the no exercise, which is like this. Now, imagine you have a tiger attacking you. And you have the power with your voice to stop this tiger at its tracks. You're not going to hurt the kitty. You're just going to set boundaries. And so on three, which is always four, we're going to do a really loud no. Put your hand out and go, no. Okay, let me demonstrate first. Warning, warning. I'm going to get really loud here. Okay, one, two, three. No! Right. <laughs> right. So that is really good to practice. You guys try it. Okay, you guys do it with me. One, two, three. No! That's really good. I had this woman uh, a few years ago, and she's like, no. I'm like, no, full power. She's, no. I'm like, oh, my God, you need to practice that so you can totally do full power from your solar plexus through your voice. And it's really, it can be really helpful, really helpful. So that's a really good one to have people do if if they are actually um, not feeling good enough or insecure about themselves. I still do it myself. So, of course, if people are totally equal to people and their power, I'm not even going to work on that chakra. So ask yourself these questions. Ask yourself, is your solar plexus buzzing? Is it got a little anxiousness, a little, uh, a little tension around it? It's like the pit of your stomach, right? We commonly feel that. People commonly. Or is it stagnant even? Okay. Listen for a frequency there. Get it humming consistently. A frequency that is stable and consistent. Like a little ball of sound. Just at your solar plexus. It overcomes any tension or buzz or activates it to to where it starts humming again. Peaceful vibration. Now make it out loud. (laughs) It's funny, I just remembered. I have to tell you this. I did this exercise at a yoga studio years ago, and then the owner of the yoga studio came to me and said, you can't make people work. <laughs> yeah, We just want you to do, give them the sounds to make. Give them the frequencies to make. That's the way everybody else does it. I'm like, oh, great. You know, it's much better when you find it yourself. It's like, oh, it's too, too hard for people. Oh, come on. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. I think it's much better when you find it yourself. Anyway, <laughs> let's go now to the heart chakra question is, first of all, just check and feel, is your heart 
open? Is it buzzing? Is it hum- is it humming? Is it shut down? Right? Because how open is your heart? And how much love do you have in your life? It's so interesting because it's so hard to tell, I found, where people are at around this. I thought I'd be able to, to tell a person that's got a lot of love in their life or hearts really open when it's just looking at them. You can't tell. You know, I've, I've, I've seen people that I thought, oh my God, doesn't seem like maybe they they don't seem like real warm, right? And then I ask them this question and they're like, oh, I have so much love in my life. I'm like, oh, cool. I don't have to work on that area. And then I had this one woman, she said, I don't know what love is. I'm like, oh my God, really? I said, I don't know. I've never experienced it. I'm like, oh my God, we're going to work on that chakra. In that case, what I commonly do is I'll have people send a sound of love to their own heart. I often start by having them just send the energy of love to their own heart. And then I'll have them add a sound silently and then I'll have them make it out loud. So it's like this, sending a sound of love to your own heart. And, you know, let them know. They can't do it wrong. It's always perfect because a lot of people are insecure about making sound out loud. It's very cool. Now, listen for a frequency in your heart chakra. Get it humming consistently. Go up and down if you need to. Just imagine a sound vibrating there, full of love. (sighs) Now make that out loud. yourself see if there's any tension or buzz there in the thyroid and or if it's just stagnant or maybe you're scared to express yourself question is are you able to express yourself freely kind of a big problem for women on our planet because men have been squashing the throat chakras of women for tens of thousands of years not to mention totally these days in our current times, especially in other cultures, but definitely in all cultures, right? I mean, in the U.S., it's just rampant, you know? Women are not able to speak their truth. I had a woman in class just uh, last week 
and she was so timid with her voice and she said oh yeah she was from russia actually and she said oh yeah we were told never to to make uh you know to express ourselves as as kids and she said it's totally imprinted now i was like okay well you've come to the right place all right because it's all about being able to express yourself freely you know you don't want to hurt anybody right so there are certain limits you know but you you got you can't you can't hold it in you got to be able to express yourself uh in a balanced way it's really the trick cuz i found some some people that have learned to express themselves but it's they're a little intense about it right but it's better than being shut down right so also can you make sound freely a lot of people are scared. It's interesting. A lot of people. I'm I'm scared to to sing because I'm not a great singer. I'll I'll do it though. I'll still do it. Right. Whereas uh, making sound, I have no problem at all making sounds. Right. As long as I don't have to sing specific notes. So when you ask that, you might ask them. You know, we're not talking about actually singing. We're talking about just making sound at all even just getting silly right so it's you might uh actually do some work with people where you do call and response and have them make silly sounds or interesting sounds the full range of sounds where you say okay make this sound uh or let me do it with you make that sound okay ah you really need to get to the point where get over this scare this 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 being scared to make sound it's natural though i mean all our life ever since we were like one or two it's we've always been told shh right and then we go to school and it's like what are you doing you can't make sound you go you're gonna go see the principal if you make sound right and then we go to work you can't make sound and we totally get shut down it's just horrible it's horrible okay so listen for a frequency in your throat chakra get it humming consistently any vibration any frequency you can't do it wrong just peaceful stable vibration Well, I was feeling a little buzz in my throat. Not much, so it's easy to overcome. Make that one out loud.
Okay. Third eye. Check in. See if you even feel your third eye. God, it seems like the last six months or so I've had a little, almost a little third eye headache. You know, you know maybe sometimes a little buzz there. I mean, I remember when I first started doing this, I didn't, I couldn't feel anything in my third eye, right? And then finally became more and more aware of it and where it's at. It's like right now, I would say, it's actually interesting. It's doing pretty good right now. Here, feel a tiny third eye headache, but it's, and it's not stagnant. I can feel it's, it's awake. So it's really, uh, it's actually doing pretty good at this, at this time which normally that's not the case. So often have a little third eye headache. Okay? So the question is, do you trust, how good is your intuition? Do you trust your intuition? And some people's third eyes are open where they can see energy inside the body or see ley lines on out in nature. Right? Also, how good is your clarity of mind? How good is your focus? Those are really good third eye questions. Okay. Listen for a frequency. Listen for a frequency in your third eye. And get it humming there. It'll be a higher frequency now. But any anything that <laughs> that makes it that feels right. Now, make it out loud. It's almost too high for me to make it out loud, but I'll try anyway. It's actually higher than that. <laughs> cool. Stable, consistent vibration is the whole deal. We're talking about peace at each chakra. Crown chakra. Are you able to connect to spirit at will? Do you know how to open your crown chakra? Right? Do you know when it's open or when it's shut? I think most people, I would say about 75% of the people I talk to, maybe more, don't know how to work with the crown chakra. It's pretty normal, right? It's really cool when people say, oh, yeah, I know how to open my crown. I'm like, really? That's great. Right? So I often ask beyond that, I'll say, do you, uh, what's your spiritual practice? You know, do you have, are you able to, uh, have you, or even have you experienced oneness? Have you experienced uh, a connection to spirit? Have you experienced a connection to source? Right? That's really, really telling. So, listen for a frequency at the crown. Most people associate the crown chakra with the pineal gland, which is right in the middle of the head, a little P, tiny P, right in the middle of the head that has crystals in it. So, it's actually a frequency device. So, tune in to the crown chakra and listen for a frequency humming there. Find one that feels just right. This is your connection to spirit.
way too high for me to make out loud. It's like kind of like really up there. Okay, now let's do a frequency sweep from the crown chakra frequency down all the way, slowly, one by one, down to the root chakra. And as you sweep smoothly, feel each chakra as you go by it. Okay, do it with me. Now go back up from the root chakra. Again, feel each chakra as you go by. And what I do is if I notice that the chakra is not humming, so I or there's any breakup in the flow in that chakra, I will actually stop and go back and work on that chakra some more with the frequencies to make sure it's humming to be able to receive and transmit the flow. Okay, okay so let's go through from the root to the crown. Back down one more time. Just that right there would get rid of my panic attacks. It's amazing, right? Especially when I get to the crown chakra, it would they would just be gone. This is so effective. I had a, a, a girl that was about nine years old came in just a few months ago, and her mom goes, she might look calm, but she's just shaking in her boots. She has panic attacks all the time. I'm like, oh, my God, you came to the right place. Not going to do any sound and vibration. The sound table is a nightmare for people with panic attacks. You know, even a crystal bowl can be way too much. So I walked her through this exercise we just did, nine years old. And totally, it totally worked for her. You know, people with panic attacks are so open to vibration. So it's really easy to actually get them uh, to do it. And they don't even have to do it out loud. If someone's having a panic attack, don't ever ask them to make any sound out loud. In fact, you don't even need to do it out loud. You just have them to do it silently, totally silently. And it's really effective. Again, it changed my life drastically years ago. Okay, so what I recommend is doing this treatment uh, many times through the day. I like to do it in bed before I, uh, right when I wake up, before I get out of bed. So I often do it for an hour. In fact, almost every day I do it for an hour before I get out of bed. And then I'm lit up like a Christmas tree. I'm ready to go because I'm totally in my body. I've found all the areas that are that are a little stagnant or, you know, buzzing. And so it's it's just so effective. But, you know, I'm a little bit lazy. So what I do is I actually, first of all, I don't make things out loud. Um... I do them all silently, and I find it really effective that way. But also, you can add in different colors. 
The traditional colors for the chakras you could use, red for the root, orange for the second chakra, yellow or gold for the third, green or pink for the heart chakra, blue, I like baby blue for the throat chakra, purple for the third eye, and violet, white light, or clear light for the crown chakra. And the Tibetan warrior colors from ancient Tibet are, you know, green for the root, red for the second chakra, blue for the heart, red, isn't that interesting, blue for the heart, and then red for the throat, and white for the third eye. They don't even go through all the different ones. But, you know, what I've found is do like a frequency sweep. Test different colors and see what you need for that chakra. I mean, okay, it's like maybe I need a dark blue for the root. How's that? No. Maybe a purple for the root today. Oh, okay, instead of red, let's try a green for the root chakra. Uh, Or gold. Oh, I like that, right? So just try a whole bunch of different colors for each chakra instead of subscribing to what somebody else says find them yourself just like finding your frequencies yourself find the the, the colors yourself right? that's really cool much better than subscribing to what somebody else has said how did they come up with that stuff anyway okay <laughs> but i'm even lazier what i do is i actually have a whole array of higher beings archangels ascended masters and positive aliens that i use for each of the chakras (laughs) if this is too out there don't tell anybody otherwise check it out and see what you think for the root chakra i use baba g for my feet normally and raphael for the root chakra i like the the just the sound of raphael for the root chakra raphael Right, it's nice to do a low note of Raphael. So I call in Raphael for my root, and then for the second chakra, I use Saint Germain. Saint Germain comes with the purple flame, so often that purple flame spreads throughout my whole body whenever I bring it into the second chakra. And I use Quan Yin to have compassion for all those times where my emotions are all over the place, or above or below people, right. I get a little little compassion there. Um, also, I uh, have the for the third chakra. I have Archangel Michael. Michael's got a sword. If I'm not feeling uh, oh uh, good enough, or uh, and also if I'm feeling too cocky, he's got a sword of love to kind of cut me back down to size, right? <laughs> and Quan Yin for compassion when I'm above or below people there. Right. Okay, and then there's, for the heart chakra, I use the Christ energy, Mother Mary. Oh my God, when I totally tune into those, my heart is blown open. And Quan Yin as well for compassion. And then for the throat chakra, I use St. Francis, Mary Magdalene, and the Hathors. That, here are the Hathors. They are all about doing sound through the the voice. Tom Kenyon channels them all the time. So they are really effective for my throat chakra. And then for the third eye, especially like Gabriel, when I connect to Gabriel, I get a cocoon of light around me or Metatron, which is really detailed uh, information I found that's really good for the third eye. And Dijwa Kool, who uh, Alice Bailey channels, an ascended master. 
And then for the crown chakra, I used Toth. Brings me right into source. There's a dragon energy. Don't tell anybody. Name Aragon. I just say Aragon and I go to source. And then there's another Native American being that I work with called Eagle Heart that comes in. Although Eagle Heart's really everything. Eagle Heart is the heart, the crown, the root. It's kind of the whole kitten caboodle. Right, so it's nice when Eagle Heart comes in. So what I do is I call them in and let them go to each chakra and just they're all frequency beings, so they totally do a a, a healing on me. If I can't sleep in the middle of the night or or uh, can't sleep any time, I just call them in and within ten minutes I'm back to sleep. It's amazing how effective it is, really amazing. Now, if I've got a problem with a one chakra really big time, sometimes what I'll do is say, okay, whole gang on that one chakra. So I'll get everybody to work on that one chakra. And then it's like, oh my God, it totally takes care of it. So it's so easy because you don't have to do any work. Just let them do their frequency work on each chakra. There's one aspect of this that is really effective just besides the fact that these beings are really powerful. And that is when you tune into multiple things at once, you go into theta. So when you're tuning into all these different chakras, especially with frequencies and colors and different beings, it's like you're you're getting out of your prefrontal cortex, which is where the worry is that keeps you... Uh, 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 awake or that is stressful so then you go into theta which is a very peaceful state and just that right there is really really effective multiple tuning into multiple things at once does that okay. again if this is too out there don't tell anybody Otherwise, you could look up a, a list of archangels and ascended masters and positive aliens on the internet and see which ones resonate with you. You don't have to use my list, right? This is very cool. Okay, so let me now play for you a chakra song. Let's see if we have time for this. Uh, about seven minutes. Let's see how long my chakra song is. My chakra song is eight minutes. Well, we might make it through. I'll start a little into it. I'll start about a minute into it, and then we should be able to make it through. Okay, so this is about one minute each, although it's only going to be about 15 seconds for the root chakra. And uh, it's called Chakra Star. This is on my uh, uh, Nutri Energetic CD, the second CD called, um, what's it called? Uh, Nutri Energetics. Uh, I'll tell you later. Enjoy Chakra Star.
hold that energy. Rest of the week, weeks ahead, months ahead, years ahead, lifetimes ahead. Thank you. Recording stopped.